Hello. Hi. Hey. You're like backlit. You know that? I look like those people who are trying to keep their identity anonymous on like 48 hours. I know. I was like, are we doing like doing a witness protection thing? Like we're hiding. So one day I was walking down the street and I love it when they like overdub the voice so bad they have to use subtitles. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you're never going to know who this is. We both have our beverages this week. Yay! Oh, I so needed this. Ooh, Angry Orchard. Very nice. Yes, it is their regular crisp apple. Duplin Carolina Red. Nice. I got to be I careful. Was- this sugar is going to go straight to my head. Yeah, this I don't get. I don't get nearly as tipsy as I used to. Mm-hmm. I think quarantine has brought my strength back up. You're a hardened individual now. My liver's going, well, it's nowhere near the way it was in my 20s. And it'll and never it probably never will be again. <laughs> my poor liver and kidneys. How am I alive? Mm-hmm. Gosh, well, how are you? I'm surviving. How are you? Um, about the same. Uh, the big announcement right now is the kids and I are moving back to Clayton in a couple Yay! of days. Yay! So it's it's bittersweet because we're so excited to be going back home and I'm so excited to have time with Matt and for him to have time with me and the kids. But this time has definitely been really special. And I, mm-hmm. I think my mom is just like, anytime it comes up, she's like, we're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. Oh, yeah. She's going to be really, really sad. My dad is too, but my mom especially. And I think my dad's having a little bit easier time focusing on, you know, what's, what's coming just because he's finally getting his hip surgery next week, which is part of why we're going back home. Just so, you know, he's going to need need a lot of care when that's done. And so it's like, all right, let's not have little tiny kids running around and being a lot, a lot more for everyone to juggle. But at I mean, I'd hate that your dad has to have hip surgery, but at least your mom has something else going on next week that her mind won't be fully exactly on your y'all being. And we're only an hour away. We, I know we can make ourselves available available for visits too. It's Ishnet and Persheber. So does this mean you have to go back to the office? No, um, I still haven't been called back in yet. I was given the option, but for pretty much anyone who is not absolutely necessary for any of the production processes, we're not allowed on the shop floor right now just to really protect that group of people, especially. So I'm like, well, okay, I can go back in, but if I'm restricted to the office areas, I'll just be doing all the same things that I would be doing at home. So do they even have the cafeteria or anything open? I forget for a while they were actually um they had it open but it was everything was pre-packaged and actually the site was providing lunch for everybody. <laughs> wow. As a, as a thank you for still coming in. Mhm. But I'm not sure what the current state of all that is cuz I, I know that's curious. complicated. Yeah. How's your work from home stuff going? I know you've, it's not been your favorite thing lately, it sounds like. Uh, or do we not want to talk about it in a public format? <laughs> are we recording right now? Yeah. Oh, we didn't even do our intro, girl. No, we didn't. Rewind. 
<laughs> this part, you're going to have fun editing this. You're going to be like, this is the part where we actually introed. Longest cold open ever. again hi welcome to motherhood on tap the podcast for mamas who laugh their way through the struggles of motherhood and quarantine i'm sarah duncan i'm pamela walker dees hi hi now we did it (laughs) now it's official uh i will divulge that my new job was is not what i expected it to be it kind of got a little testy yesterday with my manager okay and um i am looking for other remote work Mm -hmm. and i'm assuming that's like above and beyond just the difficulties of working in a quarantine environment it's the actual job itself is yeah it's not exactly what you were thinking it's not what i was thinking it was going to be and then my manager knows that I have a timeline that my children are starting back in childcare on next Monday. Mm-hmm. And my oldest will be kind of back and forth between here and my mom's. And I have my babysitter. Like I have literally tried to do everything I can. I'm trying not, I'm trying to like toe the line here. So I don't give too much information away. Not that I think anybody would find this podcast that I work with. No, I understand. You want to be careful about putting too much stuff out there. So, we need to have all this information, but let me just say, I started mid-February, and I didn't really like, other than online, like, the corporate training, I didn't really like train training until, like, mid-March. So, that's what's happening. Um, Stay tuned, because next week, I might be like, I got fired. (laughs) Girl, let's take another drink. Drink to that. Tink. Tink. Well, we're all living at home, basically a house in quarantine is just like a constant pressure cooker and something somewhere is going to give at some point. And this just happens to be one of your give moments. I think it's also because like, like around mid last month, I realized that this job isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Which is a sad realization to have. And I'm like, I don't know if I really like it. I was telling people I liked it. Just because mm-hmm. I don't want people to be like, oh, you need to hang in there. You just started. It's like, you know, after the three-month period, you kind of know. But, yeah, so it'll either way, I'm, I found some other remote positions and um, that are more suitable to my skills that I'm going to apply for. I wonder if uh, Patrick Hines and Jillian Pensavalli need a tech writer for any of their new uh, podcast network stuff that they're doing. I don't know if they have need a tech writer. I could copyright the hell out of their stuff though, because they're hilarious. Oh, I listened to that first episode of the Obsessed with Disappeared. <gasps> Me too. Oh my God, I was rolling. I was, I was literally like hand over my mouth and like my kids and my babysitter were gonna be like, "What are you laughing at?" It's like this is so inappropriate. The thing itself was funny in and of itself, but also Ellen to me is just like 
a slightly older version of Jilly. I'm like, oh my yes. gosh, they're their dynamics with Patrick are so similar and I love every second of it. Yes. And then I listened to the TCO new episode that came out on Tuesday right after that. Mm-hmm. And the outtakes, like when uh, Patrick Hines was saying that his friend's mom came up to him and was like, oh, like his friend said, oh, yes. you know, you'll see him. He's the chub. He's the heavy set kid that'll be standing in the lobby. And I'm like, why would you repeat that? And Julian was like, what are their names? I need their names right now. Yes. <laughs> like made me think of me and you. It's like, who said that? I'll go after them. I know every time someone even like remotely slights you, I'm like, oh, I'm there. Get, give me some names. I want to go kneecap like, who, some people. Who is that? I know. Anytime Mark Goat gets into a situation with somebody, I'm like, and who is this? And he's like, I, you don't need to know the details. I'm like, names, addresses, names? what time they'll be walking to their car. I'm like email address. Because let me tell you, uh, from what people have told me, I can write a cold-hearted break you at the kneecaps email that'll mm-hmm. like leave you in tears <laughs> i don't know what jillian and patrick's uh budget is we'll make it happen i do love him though i mean i love all of them but i love him so much just mm-hmm. because when he talks about his daughter it's like i totally relate to some of the shit he says it's like got one of those there's something from him that I quote all the time. I think it was from like a live show or something they did. He was telling some story about Daisy and he's like, my, my husband, Steve walks in, he's asking her a question, you know, and Daisy doesn't tell the truth all the time. I mean, she's not a monster. <laughs> like I use that line all the time. Like, you know, <laughs> Daisy sometimes misbehaves. I mean, she's not a monster. <laughs> well, I, I flat out said, I mean, I was kind of wavering on the girls starting back to daycare June 1st, but, uh, after the weekend where Sabrina and Aurora fought so bad that Aurora bit Sabrina in the vagina. Oh, oh. ow. Yeah. She still got a bruise. How it, what was, what was the parenting follow-up with that? I grabbed Aurora and pulled her skirt and underwear down, spanked her, carried her up to her room, sat her on her bed, and I said, you are not leaving this room or upstairs until you calm down and apologize to Sabrina. And she was like, Sabrina wouldn't play with me. I said, nothing, nothing you do allows you to do that to your sister. Nothing that she says to you. And so finally she gets like halfway down the steps, tears, you know, like, I mean, she looks, she looks like a rabid animal, like, you know, Mm -hmm. foaming at the mouth, spit coming out, hairs all over the place. Mm -hmm. And Sabrina's just like got an ice pack down there, like, I'm hurting. (laughs) And earlier, Sabrina, I was getting on Sabrina for scratching her. Mm Mm-hmm scratching aurora when she was getting mad and so finally i like i've got like tears in my eyes and mm-hmm. i just break down and i was just like this has to stop i don't know what else to tell y'all but this has to stop i said this is violence 
I yeah. said, there is no need for violence ever in this house. I said, you do not lay hands on each other ever again unless you're given a hug and a kiss. I said, if you're mad, you can be mad. You can be angry, but go your separate ways. There is nothing that can go, like nothing can happen between the two of you that warrants you two to hurt each other in this way. Mm-hmm. I said, it's wrong. I'm so tired of it. And I, and the poor Brianna's just in her walker. And I said, and look at your baby sister. She's watching y'all. I said, do you want her to grow up? And when she gets mad, bite or hit or pinch or any of that stuff to y'all? No. Okay. Are y'all going to do that to her? No. Okay. So it ends now. It ends now. I said, I need a promise that it ends now. Like I was just so done. I was like, and if it doesn't end now, I'm getting the trash bags. I am taking up all the toys. So we won't fight over who's going to play the way that they want to play. I said, I'm tired of it. Good job invoking the baby sister. That was good. Well, I mean, she is, I was like, y'all are the example to her. I said, this is ridiculous. You're, th- you're almost four and you're almost seven. You're at the ages to know better. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they fought, but they haven't like, now I say that knock on wood, fake wood right beside me. They have fought, but they have not pinched or spat in each other's faces, but nothing violent of that sort mm-hmm. since that blowout Saturday. It's hard because in this situation, I'm even as undisciplining, especially Daisy, because Riley's just still a little baby blob. There's no disciplining to be done there. Thank God. Yeah. But not yet. Enjoy the baby blob. I'm a baby blob. But with Daisy, there are times where even as I'm understanding of, you know, we're in an unusual circumstance and I'm sure that's putting extra strain and stress on her because she mm-hmm. doesn't understand and she's just trying to figure stuff out the best way she can. But it's like, I can empathize with that, but I can't enable it. Nope. And that's where it's hard where it's like, I know that there are certain things you're doing that you might not be doing under normal circumstances, but whatever I see, I see and I got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, y'all want rewards? I said, I'm not rewarding this. Mm-hmm. Y'all want, you want me to rent more movies? You want me to make more desserts with y'all? You want like, like right now that's their rewards because we can't mm-hmm. really do anything. I said, I'm not rewarding this. I'm not doing anything. And like, they were like, well, can we, no, y'all aren't, I mean, I gave them nothing. 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 I mean, I really didn't. I did not write any movies. I said, y'all are getting, I said, if y'all break out into another fight, I'm going to do another no Netflix, no fire stick, no TV weekend, which is hell for me. I know, but Mm -hmm. like, I'm just tired of it. And so far it's only been like, four days but it seemed to improve and I think they saw how much it hurt me because mm-hmm. I was crying because I was like I don't know what else to do and I said yes I understand y'all have been stuck in this house for like almost 10 weeks together and you're sick of each other I said just realize that in a few days Aurora's going to be back in preschool Brianna's going to be in daycare and you're going to be hanging out at your Nana's house you're not going to be together and you are going to miss each other 
like just and then I finally I pulled Aurora aside and I said this whole like you have to do what I want you to do thing has to stop yeah I said you can't control everything and she's crying and she's like but I nope nope I said the world is not gonna end because it doesn't work the way you want it to and I said I know that's a scary thought but you've got to wake up to it now, I say that, and Tuesday she had a complete meltdown and did not record her dance with the rest of her um, dance class for their recital. Mm-hmm. So she is not going to be in the recital video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'm not signing you up for dance anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. If I do, she's not doing a recital. She's not backing out on that. I have, like, almost a $250 costume she didn't wear. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. But, yeah, I... It, it was, yeah, it was, that was a three angry orchard day. Whew. I was pretty tossed by the time Mark got home. I was like, don't look at me. <laughs> the look. other day, I, I think it was Sunday evening. My dad had gone out of town just for the day. Um, he had gone to their place in Virginia to try to get some stuff done up there before his surgery. And it was just me and my mom and the kids. And it was, you know, it was a pretty normal day. It wasn't anything bad, but it was just one of those where when the kids went down for the evening, I, for some reason, was just like, I really need a beer. And I'd gone out and gotten one of my favorites, which is New Holland Dragon's Milk. And it's oh, a, I never tried that. It's a bourbon barrel stout, which means it's like 11% ABV. It is very strong it's very strong like it's one of those ones that only comes in a four pack instead of the six pack because it's so strong i drank three of those bad boys that night i don't know how i was a hunger the next day but it was one of those things where i think it was just all of a sudden just the kind of cumulative stress and frustration just sort of was like i kind of just want to get drunk like i kind of just want to allow myself to like wallow for a minute and the fact that this has been such a weird situation and I I'm definitely I'm super grateful I'm so grateful that I've had my parents to help me and I'm grateful that we are all safe and that I still have an income I have so many things that I'm grateful for but that doesn't mean that I'm Teflon and stuff doesn't get to me and that it's not a weird situation and you know I haven't had my husband with me on a daily basis the person who can kind of comfort me and build me up better than anyone else. And who like, I've like legitimately been craving his hugs because I can just like when he hugs me and wraps me up, I just kind of oh, like feel the stress draining from me. And I just need an evening. Like, you know what? Screw this shit. I'm going to drink some beer. I'm going to do a pump and dump and then I'm going to go to bed. And I did. I love how when you say pump and dump and pumping and dumping tonight, I might have two after the wine actually tonight, but that's okay. That's okay. I really almost, I almost popped up in my Riesling from, uh, that I bought. I got the Biltmore wine Riesling. They sell it at Target mm. here. And my mom was like, she saw it sitting on the counter. She's like, why'd you get Biltmore wine? I said, Target. And she was like, did you get it that day that I watched the girls while you went to the store? I was like, mm-hmm. And my dad just kind of gave me a side eye. I said, I may have lingered a little too long at, on the wine aisle. And he laughed and he was like, <laughs> did anybody see you? I was like, well, this man came up and we were like, 
you know, you're supposed to social distance. And I looked at him and I said, I'm going to be here a while. Do you need to be in this section? And he was like, no. And I said, okay, I'm just going to turn this way. <laughs> Cause I was trying come to around, come around. I was like, Chardonnay, Moscato, Pinot Grigio, Riesling. Riesling is where I'm going to go. And then I'm like, do, 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 do. And I was like, <gasps> Biltmore. That's how I am in the beer section these days. Ever since I had the Biltmore Riesling at Biltmore for dinner one night, I just can't go back. It's so good. I love other Rieslings from other uh, wineries, but that one is just my... They play to win. Yeah. So I told Mark, I'm just warning you, the night that I open it, the whole bottle might be gone. And he was like, oh, better do it on a Friday night then. Tell me if you feel this way too. It's just because you're... You constantly have kids around. You're kind of, you're always in parent mode. And you re- and we really haven't been able to turn that off for the last two months at least. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of like you're like, I just need a minute to not have to worry about anyone else. And I think that's another reason why I got like really mad of, besides the fact that my manager said, and I said it, but also like I haven't done any really homeschooling for Sabrina. Because work just got so crazy. And that is hurting me in the back of my mind. And so I'm sitting here thinking, I'm planning to email her teacher and be like, look, can I download all of this content and try to work on with it with her through the summer since I couldn't, you know, do it. Because it's hard to work, have a baby, have a preschooler, and have a, a first grader. Like, I'm sorry, people out there that can do it. I can't. Even when I went to work in an office, I couldn't turn off parent mode 100% of the time. I mean, you can relate. I mean, you're still in the back of your mind thinking, did I remember to bring the extra diapers or did I forget? You know, there's little things. But yeah, it's just that constant. Yeah. You're, I mean, I'm here. Like, yeah, I have my babysitter here, but... And even though I did come upstairs a few times today to work, because there were some things I just truly need concentration on, they still came in my room. I mean, I'm not going to lock them out. Yeah. It's just that feeling of like, even if you don't, aren't always aware of it, it's like that sort of semi-permanent heightened stress mode. Yeah. Because you're always kind of like at the ready. Yeah, definitely flight or flight. I will say I have not been um, sleeping well. I have not been able to fall asleep until like after midnight, 1230. Mm -hmm. So then I end up sleeping in in the mornings, which is not good for me either. Yeah. I don't know what else to do. And like, and I know this does not sound good, but sometimes I just drink an angry orchard just to get me sleepy. Mm -hmm. I've gone through phases where I've had trouble falling asleep too. Matt's Matt's had that similar problem as well, but luckily the last couple of weeks I've been sleeping, but when I've been sleeping, I've been having really weird off the rails dreams. I've had those too. Which apparently is also a pretty common thing whenever you're in an unusual or stressful situation. When you're in like crisis mode or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whew, but hey, we are, we're making it one day at a time, I guess. Yeah. But as you said, you're always on and like Mark was asking me like what did I want to do this summer and I said I just want a day yeah just 
a day to myself. And I don't want it to mean to sound selfish. I'm not like asking for a day at the beach or anything like that. Like I'd be happy for a day at the library and I'm sitting there reading mm-hmm. a day at the coffee shop reading or just drinking a cup of coffee and surfing the internet. And like, I have a lot of house projects I want to get done this summer. Mm-hmm. So like, I would love to just sit like on Wayfair and a couple other like online design websites I found and like just think of some ideas yeah but alone <laughs> yeah. just that's be alone. Kind of what I've been daydreaming about too is you know I want I really want him to get some time with the kids and just kind of let him have some time to sort of make up for what he missed because I know mm-hmm. he'll never really get that time back but I also just same thing I want to I want some time just to be like all right I'm not a mom right now I'm not a mom for the next x number of hours kind of thing yeah, I don't. Again, I, I feel, and I feel guilty about that too, because again, I have help. I have two other adults here who are making it so that I can still have a productive work day. So it's like, okay, I feel like I need a break, but I also feel guilty for needing a break because I know I have it way easier than a lot of other people, and that's giving it, me a total mind f too. But you're still their mom, so Daisy, even though she knows her grandma and grandpa are right there. She's going to come to you first. I mean, I have my babysitter all day and Aurora's constantly, Mama, hi, Mama, I want to show you something. Mama, I want to show you something. Sabrina, too. And she's like, I'm here, y'all. Like, leave your mom alone. She's trying to work. And she's really good at, like, she's been, like, cleaning for me and, like, taking out the trash, like, washing bottles. She's like, I I want you to you're like, thank you. I know. And she's just like, I'm just helping you because... And I asked her one day, I was like, you do realize that, like, I'm not expecting anything other than you taking care of the kids. Like, I'm not expecting you to take the trash out or expecting you to wash dishes. Like, you can always ask me to take the trash out. Or And she was like, no, this is what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm here to make it easier for you. And she's like, and if you were not home, I would take the trash out if it was full. And I said, well, okay, thanks. And I tried to pay her a little bit extra for doing the house stuff. And she fussed at me and said, no, just pay me the same. And I said, okay. But yeah, they keep constantly keep coming to me. Like I'm up in my room, like trying to work. And I'm like, what, sweet pea? And Sabrina wants me to help her figure out her sewing machine. I'm like, I am working. And I hear my babysitter downstairs like, Sabrina, I told you to leave him with her. <laughs> I have told you to leave her alone. <laughs> like even she's getting frustrated. She's like, why do you not understand? <laughs> so yeah, I just like, and I know like come Monday I'll be sad. Cause I, I it'll just be me and it'll mm-hmm. be so quiet. But then again, I might have a moment when I'm drinking my coffee and like just sitting at my desk. of just like, <laughs> yay. <laughs> it, it finally happened. <laughs> and you enjoy every single second of that. Yeah, I till, know I will. Till work starts to suck. But that too. And I'm I'm really great. I'm really excited for Aurora to get back to her routine. She's excited to see her friends again. I called and told them that they were starting. We're bringing them back Monday, and she said most of her friends were back. And I am sad about Brianna. 
because I mean, she's almost a year. Like uh, this Saturday, she will be 10 months. Wow. Oh, baby girl. She's like this close to crawling and this close to pulling herself up all the way. And I just, I'm like, I know it. As soon as I take her to daycare, she'll start doing it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think back to a good friend of mine, childhood friend. When I had Sabrina, I missed Sabrina crawling. She crawled first at daycare. And I had posted something on Facebook about being heartbroken that I missed it. And she's like, no, it didn't happen. You didn't see it. If mama doesn't see it, it didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, she was I just like, that. nope. She's like, nope. No need to feel guilty. It didn't happen. You didn't see it. It didn't happen. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. And she's like, so what if the teacher said it? It's it's kind of like the penguins in Madagascar. You don't see me. Mm-hmm. Or I think about scientifically, it's like, okay, someone says it happened, but you you had to verify it for yourself to make sure it's real. You have to have oh, evidence of it. But I, I have enjoyed seeing her personality come out. And as I told them on the phone, she is still the most mild-mannered, sweetest baby ever. She is having some stranger issues. I said, so Monday might be hard when we drop her off. So far, everybody has been healthy. Nobody has contracted COVID there. They're still doing all of their safety precautions they were doing before. Um, She said they're probably cleaning twice as much as they did before. And I'll be honest with people, like, I really didn't want to take them out only just because there was, I mean, very little sickness. I think in that whole center during flu season, there was only one kid that got the flu at that whole daycare center. So I knew how clean that place was, but I did it just for, you know, I just followed the governor's orders and listened to my intuition and maybe it was and we And we know more now than we did then. So we yes. were better able to make a calculated decision because yeah. my, my kids are going back to daycare on Monday as well. Oh, you're going to enjoy that. Although as we're, sitting, as we're sitting here talking about it, I am actually starting to get a little teary-eyed thinking about dropping them off. I feel like that's actually going to be harder than when I, I took him there for the first time. Oh, I know it's going to be for me. I'm hoping that I'll be just tired enough after the weekend <laughs> that I'll be like grateful at that moment instead of focusing on being sad. No, I was just sitting there thinking, like, spoken like a true mom of multiple kids now. Like, you're truly a mom of multiple children now. I agree with you. Like, that little annoyance and, like, they're gone. You're like, and you just keep going. And then maybe later in the day, you're like, oh, I miss them. Yeah, give them, give yourself time to miss them. And then when you give them the big hug when they come home. Oh, yeah. I do, like, pick up and they come and hug me and I'm like, hey. For that split moment, you were you were their favorite in the center of the universe, and you can do no wrong. Yeah. And then twenty seconds passes, and reality sets back in. I, I don't, I don't feel like I always do wrong, except just to Aurora. Aurora tells me what I do wrong all the time. She's that one. And then Sabrina's like, "But you're still the best mom ever." Like she'll say something like, "I wish you would do this," but you're still the best mom ever. And you're like, "That's almost a compliment." Part of me is like, you have a lot of my side of the family in you. I'm waiting for that to come out in my kids because I was definitely that person of like, I love you. You're amazing. 
but I also feel the need to tell you everything that I think is wrong with you and this situation. Yeah, Sabrina definitely has like this honest streak going on, but and then you just have smiling Brianna, and I'm just like, you're baby, there's nothing I can do that will get you upset because I'm always mama. And she's like, my snuggly baby. My other two didn't want to snuggle or cuddle. And she went, and even though she like wants to turn around and face everything and stuff, mm-hmm. she still wants you to hold her and like she'll lay her head back on you. And I'm just like, oh, she's my snuggly little bear. And that's how Riley is too. And I love it. I, little, I call him my little squirmy wormy. Well, lady, I hate to cut you short, but no, it is fine. getting kind of late and I am yawning profusely your yawning's catching up to me miss sorry lady it was so good to talk to you for a little bit i know we'll catch up again i hope everybody that listens totally understands the the shit we're going through yeah and if there's any if there are any particular topics that anyone is interested in us covering in the near future feel free to send us an email at motherhoodontap at gmail.com yeah, right now we've mostly just been doing these catch-up episodes because, you know, research is not a thing we really have time for at the, at the moment. And also just, like, nothing about life is normal right now. So it's like, what even is research? What even is a podcast? I don't even know. Yeah. What is Thursday? Our- well, lady, I love you, and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Love you, too. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Our theme music is by Yov Aliagon. Be sure to check out the Motherhood on Tap page on Facebook. If you enjoyed today's episode, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcast. It really helps to get the word out about the show. You can subscribe and follow Motherhood on Tap on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other podcast apps. If you have questions or funny stories, you can email us at motherhoodontap at gmail.com. Partner with us on Patreon.com for special bonus episodes and help keep this podcast and the two of us in business. Till next time. time.